What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It is season four, episode 10, and this is the season finale. We have reached the end of the season, and let me tell you guys, it's been a fun ride. We appreciate everyone who's listened each week to every episode. More to come soon, but until then, let's get into the season finale. So as you guys know, this week is an In Case You Missed It episode, and so many things happened, and we're going to cover it all. First thing that we're talking about is the Grammys and how that all shook out with the awards. Then congratulations to the Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. Along with the Super Bowl, we talk about Usher's halftime performance. And then there were some music drops that happened in between this time. And then finally, we give a shout out to the Detroit Youth Choir. This is season four, episode 10, the season finale. This is the experience. Bro, why are you wearing the same color? You want to be like me so bad. Come on, man. You know we got a match for the season finale. Come on. Isn't that crazy? The season fucking finale. Whoa. We finally here. We finally here. Season four, man. This was this was a good one, man. This was like one of our probably cleanest efforts in terms of seasons, I feel like, that we've ever had. Obviously, the first season was probably a jumble mess because we were just starting it out. But from season one to season two to three to four, it's only been gradually improved. It's literally been seamless. Like I, just, I can't even believe how quick like we, yeah. even the guests. Because I remember there was a time where we used to have guests, and that shit would always be so shitty. Yeah, like, been perfect. Yeah, we've but, been having some knockout guests, man. Shout out to Lex, hashtag Azaria Lynn. Yeah, uh, shout out to my sister Nia. She did a great job. And shout out to, shout Aaron. Out to Aaron Smith. Man, salute yes. to all y'all. Wonderful, wonderful wonderful guests and honestly i think the biggest takeaway besides the guests from this whole podcast experience is me just looking at myself like whenever we record and then i notice that like i'm really not like one of god's favorites likes he is oh i think that's really <laughs> what is that supposed to mean it's like you know i'm like light as fuck right but i don't yeah, have like right. none of the the extra Bro, shit that right. the light skin yeah that the light skin niggas be having like i don't be having like i don't have like the the nice eyes. I got like fucking dark brown eyes. My fucking hair is nigga hair. Guys, it's Black History Month. It is Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, happy Black History I, Month. <laughs> I don't agree. Let me point this way. I don't agree. I don't agree. I'm, I don't I'm know. I'm not one of God's favorites. I don't agree. Sorry. Sorry. That's crazy. I'm sorry. This is what I noticed, bro. It's just like. I knew you were going to say that. But I didn't know that you were gonna like go in. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's God. probably my second biggest takeaway from just looking at us record. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I love when my hair is. Not- Look at this this curl right here. This shit is kind of crazy. There we go. I see it. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. It. You know, just pat it down. Out. Just act there like you go. This. Not there. I didn't uh, condition today, so. And naps are beautiful. Naps are beautiful. Naps are They're beautiful. Just I love curls. It. Anyway, I'm mean, I'm yeah. fine with my nappy hair. I'm just saying, like, come on, like, if I'm gonna be so goddamn light. I'm screaming. <laughs> give me the damn eyes. That's all I'm saying. At least give me the eyes. Come on. All right, guys. Welcome <laughs> back to the experience. It is episode 10. Today is the season finale. Oh, my goodness. Thank you guys for sticking with us this whole season. We've had so much fun and can't wait to do it again for another season. But before that, this is an in case you missed it episode. And my, there was a lot, a lot of stuff to get into. Woo! So Man. much stuff. Like I can, it's like the universe knew that our season finale was going to be in case you missed it. So there was like, all right, 
Here you um, go. We got to give y'all a lot of material. I need every. I need y'all to break down everything. That no, literally. But let's let's get into it. All right. So the first thing, in case you missed it, the Grammys they happened, and you know it was a really interesting show. We had SZA leading with nominations. I feel like this Grammys was really for the girls. We had Victoria Monet had some big wins, which I, I appreciated that so much just because I feel like she's one that really, really deserves her flowers. She writes for so many people in the industry. And like I just feel like she is part of those people that helps the industry run. So it's only right that, you know, the Academy show their appreciation. So we got some wins mm-hmm. from her. SZA got her first Grammy. I think a lot shout of people got their first Grammys. Yeah, shout out to SZA. Amazing. Miley Cyrus got her first Grammy. I actually loved Miley. Miley, she's, I don't know. I feel like Miley gets a lot of hate. It's because um, of that Bangers era. You know why she gets hate. It's because of that whole era. the Bangers era. I feel like that's just like, you know, people have done wilder shit than Bangers. And I, I think the, like, no, no, I agree. A thousand percent. I think the problem is, is that a lot of white artists that cling, they cling to a lot of things that are black, that are popular, like popularly black. You feel me? So like something that's like, that really encapsulates black culture. A lot of artists get a lot of, a lot of white artists get flack for literally capitalizing and appropriating that type of culture Mm -hmm. to get a certain level of notoriety. And then soon after abandoning that culture altogether. I think literally Post Malone had- a performance at the Super Bowl and everybody was cooking him because he looked like the country ass nigga, the white mm-hmm. uh, wigger, the white boy that he really is be- before the white Iverson track, uh, you know, actually blew up. So I think that now, was. The- listen, I would never defend a white woman's honor on this day of Black <laughs> History Month. Never. Um, never. However, I will say I feel like the Miley situation is a little different. I think that like. I don't think that she completely abandoned black culture. I think that like she still appreciates a lot of black culture and she, you know, um, I think that that was just an era and like that was just a way for her to like express herself. And I really like when I listen back to the album, I feel like there were maybe two or three singles that maybe was like, oh, this is black culture. But like, you know. For the majority of the project, I really don't think so. I don't know. That's just no. Me. I, I feel I feel you. That's that's fair. I re, I did like the Bangers project, but I do. Wrecking Ball is not black to me. That's not black culture. That's white as fuck. But it's but it's also it's just maybe because that whole you know Mike Will made a song. You know the, the Jays on my feet shit. I think I think that's what people think of or visualize whenever they think about that era as a whole, especially since she's a white woman. And I don't even think that song was on the album. It I might not have been. Good. I can't even yeah. remember. I don't think so. But yeah, but I think that's really the main reason why people have kind of shied away from Miley. And that's just not exclusive to her. This is more of a white yeah, artist. Yeah. MGK. MG MGK. I just said Post Malone uh, did that shit. Um, I think there was like, um, I think people are afraid that Jack Harlow probably going to do that shit. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's just a little different. That. But I think, yeah, it's been a habit of, of you know, white people kind of, you know. Just really trying to hop on the black wave type shit. But shout out Miley. Shout out Miley. Shout out Miley. First Grammy. Now, there was a point of contention. There are two points of contention of the night, which I just, I thought it was interesting. So first, um, Jay-Z won the Global Impact. Or the Global. <laughs> Global Impact Award. Global Doc- Impact Award. <laughs> and, you know, he gave a speech. And yeah. it was really interesting. 
yeah. what he was saying because he's like so first of all he was like when i when i'm nervous i tell the truth which period because he was nervous as hell because he was telling a lot of fucking truth i'm lows the same way he just like right yeah yeah but he basically is calling out the academy um Mm-hmm. or Beyonce on Beyonce's behalf because he's like how do you have the most Grammys. amount of Grammys and never win album of the year like something the the math's not working like that doesn't mm. work and I just mm. thought that that was a good point I just feel like there's been several times where like the academy will and I think honestly there's not enough black people in the room that's what I'm just gonna say point blank mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna like built this up i think there's not enough black people or representation in the room just because i feel like the perspective of the academy is only like one-sided you know Mm -hmm. and unless a black person makes music that panders to that side then it's really nobody to speak for it and so yeah that's what i think the main problem is um yeah what did you think about what you had to say that's been a that's a good point it's been just a growing thing um especially with the grammys the oscars a lot of these award shows i think we had an episode talking about award shows like in a previous season just kind of how they've been diluted a little bit in terms of just importance especially in black culture because of just how our experiences have been in these spaces um and i think jay-z did a really good job he had a really really powerful speech even though obviously he said he was nervous he was doing this shit and he was obviously he won his award. He wanted to shout out, shout out Blue. She looks so old, like literally. Like I remember when Blue was like so small, and now she's like next to Jay Z. I was like, that's Beyonce's clone. Like she literally. looks just like Beyonce, she looks bro. Amazing. She looks yeah. so good. And yeah, and I think Jay Z made a lot of good points, like in terms of uh, what he meant about like how how do we keep getting like consolation prizes? Like why do we keep getting? Like Beyonce is probably the most one of the most decorated black artists that we have today that's living. So like mm-hmm. the fact that we that we keep giving her kind of like I want I don't want to call a Grammy a consolation prize, but we all know the big bitch is the album of the year. Like mm-hmm. we know that that's the one that everyone's like that's that's like the MVP in any sport. That's like I want the most valuable player. I want to be the best thing that came out this year. And the fact that she's gotten so many Grammys for so many different things uh, throughout her career, different tracks, different songs, different albums, and not at all winning album of the year is just ludicrous. It's, it's just one of those like, things. It's disrespectful, honestly. Like, it it's is. Like, what are y'all trying to say? And, and then it's interesting, too, because when they, like, I think this came out in an article that, like, some of the people that were on the voting thing, when Harry Styles won over her, they were saying, well, Beyonce is overrated. So, like, you know, she always wins everything else. So she doesn't need to win this. Which is kind of like that's weak. Hot calling the kettle black when you look at album of the year this year and how SZA didn't win, but Taylor Swift wins. And I'm yeah. like, if we're talking fucking overrated, like come on now. <laughs> you talking about Taylor Swift? Yeah, hey, chill out. The Swifties are on a high right now. You better chill out right yeah. now before they get on your ass. They they be, they they like the white barbs, even though bar, barbs is white. Some some white people be barbs too, and some blacks. My thing is, you cannot call Beyonce overrated and not also call Taylor Swift overrated. Thousand percent. I think people, people with Beyonce, do the same thing that they do with like people like LeBron or like how people did Michael Jordan, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. People who keep fucking winning. It's more. It's more about why do you keep winning? 
Like you keep beating everyone else. You keep being, you keep putting out the better product than everyone else. And people get jealous about that shit where they'd be like, oh, you fucking overrated. Like literally Taylor and Beyonce had a, had mega tours this summer. They did stadium tours. They did the same shit. And the fact of the matter is honestly, and I worked with a lot of them at my last advertising agency, a lot of Swifties because they were big on that shit. They honestly called Beyonce. A lot of them called Beyonce overrated. And I didn't really fuck with that type of shit because I think they saw it as like, she, she's dead. She's damn near outshining Taylor during the, like we're literally watching both performances like play out throughout the summer. We're seeing people show up and how they show up and the way they showed up for Taylor was totally different than the way they showed up for Beyonce. Beyonce. And I don't want to shit on Taylor because I think Taylor, you know, she, she's talented for what she is. She is talented. And she's done her thing my and she's thing big, is, but like, she's not no Beyonce. Stop that. My thing is, it's like, I don't know if anyone's ever seen a show or like who saw the Renaissance film, but like, this doesn't even have anything to do with Taylor or any other artist. But to call Beyonce overrated is like kind of insane. Yeah. Like when you see like the amount of work that she does to like, you know, put in for her show, like she knows like how her stage is even built down to each fucking tile. Like what artist is doing that? And then it's still giving you looks and costume changes. Vocals aren't lacking while in heels. Like that's not overrated. That is talent. That's hard work. And that is dedication. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't like, wrap my brain around that other than like when people do that it's you know and mostly white people Mm -hmm. because she is a black woman they don't want to give her her flowers and fuck that you know and jay-z said fuck that he's like no that's what he's like and i like how he said it too like the way he said he was just like a lot of y'all don't deserve to be nominated like Mm -hmm. a lot of y'all gonna feel like y'all was cheated but like my wife was really cheated like a lot of y'all really shouldn't be on here like, if we really talking about, if we really going to talk about every single one of y'all that gets nominated, a lot of y'all should not be on there. And I agree because, I mean, like, if you think about a lot of the songs that may have won, shit, I don't really even fucking know, like, a lot of the songs. I But honestly, I am part of a specific demographic. I'm not going to say, like, my music taste or even the music taste in my community is, is you know, is a correct, you know, example of everybody. But I think it's a pretty damn significant one. And I think that should be always, always be considered, like that's one of those things that I just really didn't like. And, and, and honestly, I think that moment was a microcosm about how award shows, Oscars, and specifically the Grammys treat their black artists in general. Like, do you know the hip hop aspect of Grammys is not televised? It was not televised this year. You didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, no- that was another thing too. That kind of like fucked me up too. Cause I'm just like, most of the bangers and like contributions to music it's the um, biggest genre in the world. It's the biggest yeah. genre in the world, bro. And you don't want to televise it. Like, that was wild as hell. Like, but I, and, I will and highlight the R&B it. categories because I think that, like, R&B yeah, too. Victoria won Best R&B Album. Mm-hmm. That was not broadcast. It was and not. Coco Jones won. She was mm-hmm. not broadcast. Yes. Um, I don't know. Y'all, gotta, y'all need to do some work. Yeah, it was it was really one of those, and and that's why I'm like, we need platforms like ours, like black owned platforms like ours to really highlight these moments. Like we already shout out Victoria Monet, SZA did her thing, um, but like and on the rap side, Killer Mike, like he won oh, best Killer rap Mike album. That shit. He swept he that. He swept niggas. I think he won best rap performance. I want to say best rap song too, and best yeah. rap album. Like honestly, Killer Mike. I know, feel how you feel about him. People can say he's hotepy. People can say he's full of shit and, and some real life shit but honestly in terms of rapping he's one of the best rappers that i've heard like in a long time or at least that's one of the best rap albums that i've heard in a minute 
especially mm-hmm. last year in terms of pure rap. So no salute to him for winning. Like I think that he did a phenomenal job with that project. It was a lot of good nominees too. I think Metro Boomin was was a nominee. I think Drake and Twenty One Savage, even though like rap wise, I wouldn't put that on Mike Killer Mike's level, but you know, it probably had more of a global impact than Killer Mike shit. But you know, I think I think salute to him, man. He did he did such a great job um on this shit and and the fact that he did such a great job and he felt so good the nigga literally got arrested right after like yeah. i don't know if you saw but that nigga was in handcuffs <laughs> he was lit that nigga was lit bro that nigga had the handcuffs too like hey bro they, they tried to get me but i got that bitch going bro and i was just like man that's a real nigga right there that's yeah. one of those shit that i really <laughs> but I no shout out killer right man not that he got arrested but the whole moment of it like it the was whole moment yeah it was it was definitely deserved because he didn't have that shit i think one of his songs on that album, a song that Future was on and Andre 3000. So they both won Grammys as well. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was quite a, quite a lot of black excellence that was happening, you know, but obviously it's still minuscule in terms of the white people that won. Obviously we know how people feel about the white arts. Oh, but I also want to shout out Fantasia, even though she oh, was Fantasia not dancing. Was amazing. She wasn't dancing like no okay. team. But. I wanted to say one more thing too about album of the year Oof, even yeah. billboard said like that should have been scissors album or scissors grammy. Uh, grammy and that's insane because i don't think that they they rarely comment i think about like stuff like that and so for them to come out and say that like that's good come on man like you know it, yeah and it i wasn't happy good. if anybody got it except for taylor Swift. like even <laughs> olivia rodrigo had a good fucking album like give it to her shit yeah you know? that's what i'm saying I like, uh, olivia was good um Miley's was good. Yeah. Did Billie Eilish win? She won for that Barbie song. Yeah, which I get that. That was a really good song. That's a good song. (laughs) I'm I'm not mad at that. Billie, man, it's it's a lot of things I want to say about Billie. But in terms of music, she's really good. Other things, I'll talk about it in another pod. But time and place, man. This is Black History Month. Black History (laughs) Month. (laughs) Uh. But yeah, oh, so before we go to the next, in case you missed it, I want to give you guys a little update on the Am I the Asshole? So Clay did end up texting me back. We, we saw the movie. I took him to the airport. I'm going to go pick him up today. Everything's good. You just missed it, you know? Yeah. I don't see how, though, when yeah. I emphasize the message. Okay. <laughs> he forgot. He, he maybe saw it. That's what I'm saying. He maybe saw it, opened the message up, put his phone in his pocket and forgot. That happens to me, too, I will say, because I've, I've had that happen before, yeah. like, or I think that I responded and I didn't, so, you know. Yeah, it's it all love, though. It's all love. It, it happens. happens. Yeah. It's okay, bro. Darren's done worse. Darren's done worse, you know. Yeah. Time and yeah. place. Time and place, man. We'll talk about it next season, bro. We'll, we'll air out everything next season type shit. Ooh, <laughs> season five, Dirty Laundry. Dirty Ooh. Laundry. That Darren might be the theme. We might as well just do, like, a little video where we, like, you know, Take some laundry out of the damn washer and put it in the dryer. Literal dirty, dirty, <laughs> literal dirty laundry type shit. Yeah. All right, you wanna? Yeah. Talk about um, speaking of album of the year uh, and Taylor Swift winning, of course we have to shout out um, Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Um, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning their. What did I say? Season. What did I say last time? Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, eat them the fuck up and eat them the that's fuck up. Good. Eat him the fuck up, man. Did Shout I out to the Kansas City. I think I did. Oh, shit. <laughs> Type shit. Hey, he picked the Eagles last year, though, when they was going against this exact same team. But 
we'll forget about Jalen that. Jalen Hurts is point, uh, and I love you some Quinta. So. But I t- but I told you when you first started getting into football, who the best player in football was, and I think he he's proven, and I think yeah. he's proven to you that you know for a fact that he is indeed the best player in the league. Yeah, that's, is he? Are they the new Patriots? They're definitely the new Patriots. They're a dynasty now, man. Like that was one of those performances, man. Like. I, I, I'm in awe because, like, Patrick Mahomes is my favorite player in the league. Like, I was really happy to see, like, him. I, honestly, and I'm going to get this out the way, anybody that knows me knows I'm a Lions diehard. But anybody that also knows me knows I've been a Niners fan for the last decade or so. This was hard for me because, obviously, the Lions, I mean, uh, the Lions lost to the Niners. I had to see both of them go against each other, and then I had to see the Niners go against my favorite player. But my, I always have a rule. My favorite player goes against my favorite team. I'm always going with my favorite player. So I'm glad I'm on the right side of history on this one. But so it I did. look at it like this. You know, like you had the wife and the side chick analogy. So like the the the, the, the Chiefs was the sister to the wife, which was the Lions. Mm. And so once the side chick got away with it, the, the sister was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm gonna, you're not going to just, you know, take my mm. sister, man. And she mm-hmm. beat that ass. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And yeah, she beat, she beat. She was like, she spun the block for her sis. Dog got came back. Was like, the fuck, hit that motherfucker with a boop, 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 boop type no. shit, man. It was one of them shits. But but it was a really, really, really good game. Um, the football football season was you know up and down. Um, but this was yeah, yeah. this was this was a really entertaining season. I had a fantasy league. Jay, this is his first time doing fantasy, so you got to follow kind of the football season. You know from the first game all the way to the Super Bowl and kind of see how that whole journey was playing out. And it was dope, you know, just kind of being around. I just, I, love. I just want to say I'm proud of myself. Like a year ago, I would not have been able to contribute to this conversation. It's just, yeah. just been talking. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And I, and I just got to say, man, like, yeah, like that was like, like I said, the game, the game itself was really good. Like I know a lot of people were shitting on it. A lot of casual fans were shitting on it because it was low scoring, really, really defensive um, up until the halftime show. And then after the half halftime show, like everything started really picking up, especially like the fourth quarter and then going into overtime. I think this was the second overtime in Super Bowl history. The first one being Tom Brady um, against Kyle Shanahan um, off um, Atlanta Hawks at that time or Atlanta Falcons, my bad, at that time. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just one of those things that honestly, if, if I'm a chiefs fan, I'm, I'm, I'm happy galore. Like we are not going to get dethroned at all, but as a, I mean, uh, and as a 49ers fan, I got to say, man, Kyle Shanahan, you on a hot seat, bro. Like, this is like the third Super Bowl you've been in since, um, no, this is the second Super Bowl. You well, third Super Bowl overall because I'm counting the Falcons one, but second Super Bowl with the 49ers in the last four years, and you lost to this exact same team while being up ten points. That's not good. That's you know what happened. Things. You know what actually happened? Taylor made that call. She said, "I, I, hell no." Nah. Hello, uh, I'm dating Travis Kelsey right now, um, and no, I'm going to need these motherfuckers to win. She's exactly. like, you guys will not fuck up all of the hard work and press that I've done to get these boys here. They're winning the game. Yeah, I know you saw Ice Spice in the box. Funny. I know you saw Ice yeah, Spice. Yeah, I did. She yeah. looked irritated as fuck and confused. At the she same just didn't time. know what was going on type she's shit. like, what's going on and yeah. irritated. Every time they panned yeah. her, she was like getting explained football. And honestly, I don't know if you watched the the SpongeBob broadcast. Of that the shit Super was Bowl. hilarious. That's one of my favorite parts of the Super Bowl. They did yeah. that shit last year, too. Like, that's that's a really good way to get kids into football. And even just adults that just don't know football. Like, they, it's a good way to see, like, 
a fan favorite character like SpongeBob explain what it's like to be on the Super Bowl. It felt like maybe we'll see the numbers and how it pans out, um, you know, in terms of like viewership. But I think this is probably one of, if not the most watched Super Bowl um, ever, yeah. if we're really being honest. And I, I think a lot of that is attributed to the halftime show, too. So let's talk about the halftime show in case you missed it. That halftime show by Usher was it was great. It was like, I don't know if it was what I was expecting, but it was still amazing. I just think the theatrics of it all was great. We had the acrobats. We had the skates. We had Alicia Keys. We had Jermaine Dupree, but people thought he was uh, CeeLo. We <laughs> had Alicia Keys. We had the shirt. When he took his shirt off, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? Usher makes oh, no, me- boy. Usher, Usher makes me excited to age because if you look that good at 45, that is a true testament of black don't crack. Come on now. Don't crack. Black like, don't crack. crack. Usher's no. a menace though. Usher, I'm hip oh, to you. You are a menace, man. Like you, first of all, fantastic performance. I think he showed yeah. out for anybody that was outside in the early 2000s. I personally was not outside. I was in elementary, but I really did enjoy a lot of that, a lot of those songs, and then see the. Fact I will that- say, I'm gonna say this. Is my only critique, I feel like you did "Bad Girl Dirty." "Bad Girl" got snubbed; it needed more of a moment. It did. He did a lot of songs that was like, I think "Superstar." That's one of my favorite songs. He did like 15 seconds of that, mm-hmm. and I wish he did a little bit more um, than what he did. But you know, I think that was just he has so many slaps that he could only really like fit a certain amount within a 15 minute set. But I think the visuals were amazing choreography was amazing the song choice was amazing i think it showed everybody how much of a staple usher is not only in black culture but popular culture as a whole like everybody just knows who he is and knows what he is was he what he's i love the marching band too i just feel like that part like that's like like that's tradition for a football game and to like incorporate that into your performance it just felt it made it even more grand. It was black as hell. He had he had yeah. he had Kappa's behind him, fucking shimmying. He had the the mm-hmm. band and the and the majorettes, and then he had the roller skates. And I was just like, oh, he's black as hell. It made me think like and we he had changed this. out of them bitches and in them bitches quick as fuck. I'm like, how did you do yeah. this? That was like that's how you know you really practice the time, guys. It's cocaine. No, it's probably is. <laughs> it is. He's, he's not lying. It probably it probably is cocaine. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing. Hey, I, I think all those celebrities be doing bumps, especially before the halftime show. I think Bruno Mars definitely did it when he was the halftime performance. Maybe Beyonce did it back in the day. I don't think Beyonce. You don't did think it. she does coke? No. Wow. No. Of course you. Of course you think she's probably the only celebrity that don't do coke. I don't think she's <laughs> the only one to not do it, but I, I, I try. So um, she's a mother. Come on. She's a mother. Shit, that don't stop no drug use. It Maybe. doesn't, but I don't know. She just don't run me as that type. He's like, but she Usher. She definitely chiefs. She definitely, you know. Oh, small. No, that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, but Usher, I do need to speak to you. Stop, stop. You you are you are tearing down families. My Remember, nigga. I said in our in our fantasy group chat, I was like, I wonder whose wife Usher's gonna fuck on stage during the halftime show, and it was Swiss Beats. Right? It was Swiss Beats, man. He was hugged up on her like it was the side <laughs> bitch that you ain't had, you ain't seen Shorty in so long. You like, man. Remember used to have you get in the little rock type shit watch <laughs> that would make me fold if anybody ever hugs me like that i'm folding like come on it, it was it was one of those things i'm like man being swiss beats like reminded like i can only imagine what like that type of feeling is like and it reminded me of 
Kiki's nigga, how he probably felt when Kiki was just no, like, he was probably but Kiki's guy was that's different. He was well, yeah, we, we we found more stuff. He was watching that shit, like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Look, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga, yeah, but fuck, fuck, fuck him, but yeah, still, he he's a menace, but he's still a very talented menace. I'll give him that. Also, Alicia Keys, girl, y'all know you heard that vote, that voice crack when she first started. She got it together, though. She got it together, though. I was not on this stage do that. doing that. Doing that. I know she was mad as fuck when she did. When, she she probably was. She was like, damn it, damn it. Her, Alicia Keys' voice going to continue to betray her. I don't know why. It's like it's whenever she's in these moments. Because she, it's karma because she stole that man. She stole her man. Oh. And so, Swiss, you really can't be mad because look at how your shit started. So it goes around, really comes around. Comes around. <laughs> yeah, it was, that that was really, <laughs> but that was a really good that was a really good halftime performance. And I really applaud Usher because I think a lot of artists, especially when they get the opportunity, except Rihanna, Rihanna's never going to drop new music, but they drop new music leading up to the Super Bowl or right after the Super Bowl to try to get their hype going. And I think Usher did a you know pretty decent job with that because he did drop an album, you know, right at right before he performed. You and know, the album is really, really good. I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. 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 No, it was it was a solid project. Um, so yeah, very that's cohesive. A, yeah, it was it was it was really cohesive. It it kind of I don't know. I was I was I liked it, but it was also it kind of felt like he was channeling young Atlanta. Yeah, older Atlanta, which is fine because you know that's just what's popping right now. Because you know the older Atlanta, but watching his performance and seeing like the era that he really came up in in Atlanta or like the music that was popping then, and then like him trying to you know change his sound to you know try to you know align with what's going on was popular today did kind of rub me a little bit the wrong way. But I think mm-hmm. the the project itself still hold still holds up overall. But I think that. Yeah, you know, I, think I was just a little caught trying off. to adapt to like what is out, and which honestly, that's kind of a talent to be able to like adapt and have that longevity. Yeah, um, thousand percent. Yeah, I think my favorite song is probably there's one called Margella. I love that song. That's a good song. That shit was lit. I said, bitch, this is that, fir- that first song with Burner Boy. Man, I was. Oh good. yeah, uh, coming home. Coming home. Yeah, yeah that's the, the title track. Yeah, the uh, album. Yeah. Album type track, yeah, but still, yes, yeah, it was it was a really good, good, good. I know we we review good, good. That bitch and good, good, but we still, still good. good. That song was good. her, really good. That um, Ooh, that song's that. on the color purple soundtrack too. Um, oh yeah, speaking really of her, she was at the performance. She she did an right. amazing solo. She did a she's such a musician, man. I, I salute her, yeah. man. She's she so in that good. same Billie Eilish tree where I, I'm gonna talk about the other side later at a later date. But the music's amazing. Yeah, time and place. <laughs> time and place. <laughs> um, but in case you guys missed it, bitches, oh, Act God. Two is fucking coming. Get your tickets March 29th. It's coming. It's currently unnamed, but it is coming. She's apparently going on tour. I looked it up. She's going on tour this fucking year, which I, I'm gonna go this time because come on, I'm actually going. This time. You can't miss because you can't miss the Renaissance one and miss this one. Yeah, that was I fucked up the first time. I will not do that this time. <laughs> but oh my god, talk about a drop! So first, before she even says drops that the album's coming, 
she has this commercial with Verizon, which I loved it a lot because I, I miss fun Beyonce. Oh, that like, was you know, good. I feel like there was like a portion, there was a time in her career where she used to do silly and fun stuff like that all the time. Like she would be on commercials and stuff. And then she became more reserved, understandably so. Um, but like, I like this commercial because it got to showcase more of her personality, which was nice. And we got to see her doing like fun, cool shit. And she looked flawless, like in every like part of it. I just, this was insane. I love her so much. <laughs> That's your girl. That is but your girl. At the end of the commercial, she's like, because the the theme of the commercial, and I, you guys should go watch it, because you know, I it you, it explains itself better than I can. But she um was trying to break like a bunch of records. Like the thing was like, oh, like breaking the internet, and but you can't break Verizon because it's so strong and fast. And she's like trying to break Verizon's connection, like each record that she passes. And there's one part where she's like, oh, the first woman to do a concert in space and she's on a rocket or whatever. The, the commercial is crazy. She's like um, the first Beyonce. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. So, yeah. So she is on the rocket and she's like, did I break the record yet? And they're like, no. And she's like, all right, okay. They ready. Drop the new music. And so everybody goes in the frenzy because we're like, what the fuck does this bitch say? Drop the new music. I myself raced to after music to see and there was nothing there so i'm just like oh, i guess it was just for the commercial but then five minutes later i get an alert i have her post alerts on for beyonce that shit said it was a little video and at the end of the video it said act two march 29th mm. march is going to be that month for music mm. we've got ari dropping we've got beyonce dropping we got so many people dropping in march i was gonna drop in march but i i don't know because I, I don't want to get overshined, but yeah, that's uh, that's it might be a uh, that may be like a nuclear month now. That's one of them. That's you know, you don't have to stay. Y'all got Mars. Y'all got Mars. Yeah, I got, the, I let got the heavy hitters. Let the heavy hitters yeah. come. See, that's the thing about music. I noticed that Q one is always a dead period. Like from yeah. January to March, like early March, mid March, it's really just like local artists, you know, up and comers really dropping at this time. Maybe you'll have a couple, you know, you know, mid-tier. Maybe a high-tier might drop in the beginning, but usually it, it doesn't happen until around March. Like, once springtime hits and then goes into summer, that's when you start getting, like, a lot of the fun music. And then, obviously, fall is where you start getting the projects from the real heavy hitters type shit. So, like, Beyonce's doing kind of that same formula I'm seeing. Like, you know, she's going to – she might be the one to kick it off in terms of, like, the high-end heavy hitters in terms of new music this year. Um, but no, I think I'm, I'm, I'm excited too. you know, I, I fuck with Beyonce. Definitely. I think she, she definitely, you know, is a force, um, Renaissance. I, I really like that album. And you said that she's doing like three acts, right? I thought, I thought niggas thought yeah. the second act was R&B. So I was looking like the because country. people are stupid and don't read. So second act is country and third act is rock. Yeah. Okay. Third act is supposed to be rock actually. Oh, rock. Wow. She's, so she's reclaiming not the original black genres of music these music okay. categories were started by black people country EDM. rock and roll dance and house that's black people all over what was started by white people folk i don't know i don't know um, but getting back into act two so act two as you just said is gonna be a country project which i'm really excited for just because if you know beyonce she's from houston texas uh third trail or did i say that right Third Ward, I don't, whatever. If I fucked up, I apologize. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be really authentic. And she released 
the two leading or the two singles, the two lead singles from the album, she released Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages, which I just, I love it. I love it so much. I think that like, so Texas Hold'em is more of a like hoedown throwdown song. Like if you go, if you pictured a hoedown, which you would listen to. And mm-hmm. I just feel like it's country, but like with the Beyonce spin on it. And I just really can't explain it other than saying just listen to it because it was really really good um and then also she released 16 carriages which is also country but it's more of a ballad about her journey and her career about her having to grow up early and i just it was really emotional like honestly listening to it i just was like wow like she's really been through a lot and she's still here like that's 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 really good that's really good i can't even put into words you see i'm oh that's really good because i'm like flustered yeah I know. Yeah, it's a big moment, bro. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for the Beehive, and I'm happy for uh, Beyonce. I think this is – do you feel that this is her last stretch? Do you feel like this – like, once once this second and then this third act – like, I don't think she's going to ever really stop making music, but – Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think she'll stop, but I don't think that she – She really doesn't have to ever release a studio album again after this. I think that – her legacy is cemented. She's de- like she's yeah. making albums that are changing the scape of the music industry. Like, not a lot of artists can do that. Um, yeah. And so, like, okay. I just feel like you know she's done the work. Like, she's setting it up for the next people. And you know, I don't like. I think she kind of talked about it in uh, the film where she's like, you know, she's gearing up and getting ready, but like she's excited to get back to that quietness and the calmness of her family and being a mother and like you know. Like, she's done all that she can, like, you know, yeah. um, or not all that she can, but all that she wants to do. And, all, you know, she could do more, but she, you know, she doesn't have to. Um, yeah. I was going to say something else, too. Um, I agree. Though. I 100% agree. I, I don't think she really has to do. She doesn't have to drop nothing now. I'm like, she's already good now. Like, she don't have to drop this act two, act three shit. But I think but she, she wants to drop it. That's what I'm saying. I th- this feels like a. I don't know. I don't want to say a finale, but it does feel like uh, this is like her. I, people will say Lemonade is probably her magnum opus, like her yeah. best, her best project that she's come. To, but I think once like this three act stretch finishes, I think this will be what she considers her magnum opus. Her glorious purpose. Her glorious purpose type shit. Because, you know, fans always think the best project, fans' best project of an artist is usually never the artist's best project. How they feel sure. the best project. So to her, yeah, I can see her love same clothes, but that song's all right. You know, that's a it's not Welcome to Hollywood. It's not, I don't really know. But okay. She's a hater. You know? <laughs> shit, bro. I would say same clothes is a hit, bro. But it's all right. It's cool. It's cool. You know, it's cool. <laughs> no, um. Yeah, I'm I'm just so excited for what is to come. I'm gonna yeah. be at the tour. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the tour. Do you think she's gonna do like a stadium tour again, like for all three acts, or do you think it's gonna be like a arena tour? Like she might do something. I think it's arena because I was looking, she's supposed to be performing at the Rose Bowl in California and Pasadena, which is more mm. arena style. So mm. and I feel like that goes with the theme of country. Like you know, yeah. more, no, I like that. I don't I don't think she yeah. should do a a whole nother well i mean she can do whatever she wants but the whole stadium tour i feel like that probably took a lot especially for the for the, for the act one and then do an act two a stadium tour and then you'll probably have to do act three a stadium tour too that's just that's yeah. a lot of money for show but that's a lot of fucking work too because you, you have to long. literally plan you have to plan like a totally different set clothes mm-hmm. i'm gonna say your whole aspect your whole idea of the concert is gonna switch from what it was but i her. feel like 
I honestly feel like knowing Beyonce and just watching the Renaissance film, it's already been planned. Like right now, we're just watching the execution. This shit's been planned. Oh yeah, no, she is. She's a professional. She knows what she's doing, and she's beautiful. Oh man, like a snack. My God, watch man. your mouth. That is my mother. We're talking. Uh, <laughs> she's that blonde. That blonde hair. That she looks so good with that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that she she owns that. That's her color. It is. It really is. Um. Somebody else dropped too. You want to talk about yeah, that? Of course, man. Come on, it's new <laughs> music, man. You know I gotta give it. Drum roll, please. My nigga Kanye, motherfucking West, finally dropped. It took <laughs> so long. It took so long because anybody that's a fellow Kanye fan like me knows this is a long journey. Whenever he announces a project, it's that a was long journey. To be Donda two first. Oh then- yeah. I, with Donda 2, with Donda 2 technically came out, but it only came out on the stem players that he only dropped on his Easy website. It was a lot of things. I, the one thing about Ye, whenever he announces the album, it's a journey to see how it comes to fruition until it drops. You don't, it doesn't become an album until it drops, because there's a lot of albums that he has not dropped that he's announced all the way back to Good Ass Job. And if niggas don't know what Good Ass Job is, that was supposed to be the fourth part of the trilogy. It was supposed to be literally a story. College dropout, late registration, then graduation, and then what do you do after you graduate from college? You get a good-ass job. That was supposed to be the fourth. fourth, That was supposed to be the fourth album and never fucking dropped, and that's been literally the history of him for a long time, especially after the life of Pablo, because if anybody remembers the life of Pablo era, he made so many edits and tweaks to that shit. He dropped it, redropped it, took it off, put it back on, and that was 2016. And then he had an album called Yandi that was supposed to drop, never dropped. Obviously, down to two, he just mentioned, never really dropped. It just dropped on a fucking device that only niggas can buy, and then they have to download, like, the stems for it. And, and niggas don't know I stems. I will say, though, that's the idea of a stem player is kind of sweet. Because, like, anybody who doesn't make music, like, songs are broken up into stems, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you have stems and you have, like, the whole thing. Literally. And so, like... One stem could be the drums. One stem could be the hi-hats. One stem could be the vocals. One stem could be the background vocals. And the fact that there's a device to break that up, like, that's kind of, that's sweet as fuck. It was, cool. Like, it was yeah. cool. I wanted to get that, bitch, honestly. Yeah. How much was it? What was it retailing for? I want to say, like, 250 Might not have been that that's much. That's not bad. That's not bad. But, yeah, it was it was really, especially, like, you can do that with a bunch of different songs, too. Like, you can take away, like, the drums, take away the vocals listen to the instrumental. You can do whatever you want. You can listen to the Donna 2 album like that. But yes, Kanye has dropped his most recent studio album. It's called Vultures, Volume 1. Obviously, yeah. you know, similar to Beyonce. It's going to be a couple volumes, a couple acts. Um, I don't think this is, obviously, I don't think this is Kanye's last effort. Like, I feel more so Beyonce because Kanye is a little, you know, erratic. He'll, he'll drop whenever he drops. But honestly, this whole rollout, you know, it really showed me. Niggas ain't cancel shit. Niggas just ain't cancel shit. Like niggas, yeah, niggas had issue with that nigga. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, bro, nobody really canceling. I know niggas was upset and rightfully so. Because I obviously if you listen to previous seasons of me, I've been very critical of Kanye about how he's how he's been, especially for the last two, three, four years. Yes. Even I'll give him that. But I feel like we do a really good job of like we're stands of these people, but like we know what's what's right and what's wrong. I feel like that's how Yep. Faves, yeah. And I do that with all my faith, even with the fucking 49ers. Like, I know that they be whining a lot. I know the fucking faithful fan base be. 
talking the players be talking but <laughs> but literally be talking but it but you know it's it, with with yay i think this is just like the part of the course just how um he literally crafts his albums he's just this type of he's he's even though he's kind of erratic he is very meticulous when it comes to music and i want to give a huge shout out to ty dollar sign because he is the co-lead on this album he was really, really strong on this album i think yay just even though even it even him getting crazier by the day his music ear just continues to <laughs> and, and honestly too i think that like tyler or, or ty dollar sign does a really good job of like like their fusion makes his Same. like kanye's erraticness like digestible for like this like generation of music and what people like because i feel like a lot yeah. of people don't appreciate like people will say i want the old kanye but i feel like this generation would not really appreciate the old kanye they would not so I feel like at all this is a good way to like usher that in and for him to still do his thing but like mm -hmm. you know with ty dollar sign and yeah. i love ty and Ty's amazing. Like I say, Ty's amazing. He's such a mu he's like a real musical force. Like I remember the whole feature in Ty Dollar Sign was a cheat code until he dropped the album called Featuring Ty Dollar Sign and it wasn't that good. But it's still he he's I liked the album. It wasn't the best, but it was a pretty good album. It was it, it, when you when people say featuring Ty Dollar Sign is a no doubt no no brainer cheat code, and he dropped the album with that title. It's kind of like that bitch damn near gotta have be ten out of ten perfect, but. You know, I digress. I think this album was was really good, really done really well, especially for Kanye in the last few years. I think his rapping is probably the worst it's ever been, but it's okay because I think the way his music ear is, it's kind of, it's it's set up in a way where he doesn't need to rap as well as he did back in the day. Like uh, this sound was, even though you said it, it is really grungy. It's like really kind of- It's very grungy, yeah. Garage type of, like it's real kind of like, metal-ish-esque grungy type of sound that you're getting from these guys and like Kanye continues to evolve his sound each album sounds drastically different if you've ever listened to his discography and I really appreciate that about him and, and man you know I always I always hope he can get the help he needs because I, I, I always be thinking about how big Kanye could have been if he never went on that um, make America great again rant he would have been in one of these Super Bowls he would have been in one of these Super Bowls. And he has songs yeah. that would have been amazing for the Super Bowl. But, you know, that nigga went crazy. So I think he lost it when he said slavery was a choice. That was a crazy yeah. thing. It was that whole it was that whole era. People just said, we done with you, my nigga. And, I, and rightfully so. But I still think that nigga is a genius when it comes to music. I still think he dropped a really good project. He's still my favorite artist all the time. And, I mean, look, hey, hey, two things can be true. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What's what's the beauty yeah. of life without duality? Yeah. Exactly. You know? And and you know, salute to salute to Ye, man. I'm excited to see um what he's gonna do further. I'm um, excited to see the rest of these volumes. Whatever happens from that. Yeah. Yeah. We got a good year from music. I think, I think it'd be cool too if he's doing like what Beyonce's doing and like each of them is like distinct and different. Because all his albums are already different by themselves. So like I just, you know, I'm excited to see, like, what the other iterations have to bring. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's going to be really good. Shout out to Kanye. Shout out to Vulture. Shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to all the artists, man. Y'all did y'all thing, man. Yeah. I just tell you, so much happened yesterday. I just, I'm still even, I'm still processing it. I'm like, yeah, what my the brain fuck? is just. I just was like, they was like, bitch, smacking us with shit this whole weekend. But we're on to our last one, and we've got to give a shout out to friend of the show jayla jackson who is oh, featured yeah. in this but big huge shout out to the detroit youth choir 
for their series launching on Disney Plus. It is called Choir, and it is it's surrounding the Detroit Youth Choir, some of the students, and them preparing for their big performance at Carnegie Mellon. Um, I haven't seen the episodes yet, but I've seen different previews from it. And just from the previews, I'm just like, wow, like this looks groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's already number one on Disney Plus, right? As far mm-hmm. as like the shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It was, it was, I think the first week it, I think it was number one. Yeah, it was one of those that, especially the whole city definitely sh- streamed. And I'm going to yeah, binge it. it. Watch. I'm going to binge it. I'm going to binge it, man. Binge it. You got to yeah. binge it. It's a really good series. Shout out to the DYC. Um, literally represents the essence of Detroit, man. Those kids did such a phenomenal job. Very talented. Yeah. Shout out Shout to the Shout out to Gwen Jackson. Gwendolyn, yes. That girl, that girl is a star. She she's is. a star. She is. I, she's like one of the main people that they follow, too. She's got a voice on her. Shout out. Yep. Shout out to you. She yeah. do, man. It's, it's, it's yeah, like I said, it's full of talented folks. Um, mm-hmm. It really puts Detroit in a really good light. And, yeah, shout out to DYC. Shout out to Choir. Please stream that. It's on Disney Plus right now. Um, and shout out to Jayla, friend of the show. Like she's yes, yeah. love you, girl. You know, I actually was in choir when I like I so I did concert choir in high school, mm. and then I did advanced male choir. We call it we called it master master singers, singers. master mm. singers. I remember that, I remember that era, Jay, master singer era. <laughs> we just seeing them German bitches. That shit, right? <laughs> I, we just call it, I'm like, oh, what? regular niggas is singing fucking like. ABC one two three like shit that's on the radio. I'm saying right. shit that's different fucking countries. All that's you shit. fucking regular singers don't even hold a candle to no master singers, nigga. Are you fucking serious? Come on, nigga. And, and my group was we was pretty fucking sweet. Like I I no I don't I haven't heard the master singers of today. I'm sure they're amazing, <laughs> but like the people in our group could sing. We had you had me. You had my brother who's also a very very good singer. I feel like he sings better than me, low key. And then we had Cole fucking Thompson. Cole Thompson. Jack and fucking Into the Woods was in the match. Shout out Cole, Ooh. man. Shout out Cole. That we was cold as fuck. We <laughs> <was> cold. <laughs> y'all did your thing. Y'all did your thing, man. And yeah, y'all did your thing. But no, it's been choir was a good show, but there's been a lot of good shows, man, coming out. I think this year will be a good show for I mean a good year for media in general. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the Abbott Mr. Elementary's back. Abbott Elementary, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the Donald Glover, Maya Erkstein thing. That, I, season I was watching three of, Season yeah. three of The Bear. With Watch the bear. the bear. The Bear's so good. It's That's coming out soon, too. Yeah, The Bear's really yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 really gonna go. And then when Invincible comes back, my nigga, I am gonna be smashing that shit. God Why man. the fuck is it coming back so late? And there's only, like, how many episodes? It's four? It's four episodes, yeah. They... they so the way I saw it's like Robert Kirkman, who was the creator of Invincible, like the way he kind of explained it was that he wanted us to, he wanted to split up the season in two parts, it's eight episodes total. So he gave us four episodes in November. He wanted us to breathe and then drop it. What I think he wanted to drop the second half at the beginning of this year, but Amazon has a release schedule. And them niggas was like, if you gonna think, if you think you really gonna choose when you drop this fucking series, you got another thing coming. Cause we got this series dropping and then this series dropping. And then that's where you drop. So they're dropping like a, around March. Right now, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that Donald Glover show that I was talking to you about. I'm excited that about it's out right now. You should watch it. But oh, it, it is okay. That's, it that's is. what I'm doing. It is out. It's, it's really, really good. Shout out to yeah. Donald. That's one of my other my other guys. Anybody knows me, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. Shout out to him. Anything he does, I follow. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think that's just kind of kind of what it is. Yeah. 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 
guys, season finale. We did it. We did it. We did. I don't know. What, so what was your best part of the season? Like, let's just talk about it real quick. Oh, man. I think I think we really had some good topics this season um, outside. Of, and in case you missed this, I feel like the way we – obviously, it was completely unintentional. But the way we scheduled these this shit was just perfect. The way, like, like the right before we would film, like, a regular episode, like, of just a topic, it wouldn't be much going on in the world. But then right when we were about to film, and in case you missed it, it was a lot going on in the world. It just kind of shows, you know, our rhythm in this, our sync in this, and just the fact that things are kind of aligning around us. The fact that that's kind of happening, it just kind of made me proud and proud of, you know, how long, how far we've come, you know, where we're going. And just, you know, just the, the special shit that we're really creating with this shit, man. And the fact that we're getting, we got even more fans. I think this is the season where we got way more fans than we've ever had in terms of, like, previous seasons in terms of that. So, and I think it's a testament yeah. to good we're doing as podcasters. So, yeah, man, shout out to all the fans. Shout out to us, man. We we did it, bro. Season four. Yeah, I think that's my favorite part of this season, too. I think our charisma like we just like effortlessly do this shit and then like i'll stop pressing record i'm like that was like i remember the first episode of the season i'm like damn that shit was like easy as fuck let's like <laughs> tell me this for a while right but i think our charisma was amazing i loved our guests this season like yeah that, those were some of my favorite parts i'm so happy we finally got nia on the podcast because yes. literally you guys know she's been wanting to get on the podcast like since i think we first started we wasn't that like, good though we yeah no yeah i, I don't we, think it was it would have been fair for her to be on our previous iteration this is like the perfect season for her to come on so yeah no yeah so i'm just i'm really excited for the future i think we have a good rhythm i think the way that we like structured it this season was amazing thousand percent um, yeah look at us Pat's look at us Pat. man yeah we did it and thank you to all of the viewers the people that listen like we really appreciate it like we do this for fun like obviously like it's not about the views it's not about the likes it's not about any about uh, any of that because we just like to do this shit but like it really like means the world that you guys listen and like you actually enjoy it like darren will tell me like so and so listen to the pot and i'm like really like people are actually listening like that blows my mind it does time. Like, i appreciate each and every one of you guys that check it out yeah, yeah. yeah man like thank y'all without y'all man we wouldn't have kept going honestly to, be, to keep it honest um i mean i still probably would have i don't know we would have still talked our shit i think we would have found a way to talk our shit like we would still talk our shit yeah. like but the fact that we can create a platform like this and to have like people that you know are supporters of us i don't want to ever say fans because nobody fanned out about us for sure but yeah supporters <laughs> for show sure. supporters i definitely salute y'all definitely appreciate y'all man like and yeah man like we we're only gonna go up from here, man. Season five is gonna be bigger and better than ever, bro. When I tell you that shit, man. We hopefully we can get some in person episodes again, like we did for season three. But yes, we're gonna get hopefully. it popping, man. Crossing my fingers. Um, but yeah, so this is it, guys. Um, until next time. Um, but if you want to catch up to see what we're doing, we're gonna be posting a bunch of like reels and stuff like that that'll yeah. be coming highlights of the show. Um, so follow us on TikTok Experience dot podcast follow us on instagram the experience underscore pod and then if you want to see what i'm up to because i have some things coming some things are loading coming mm-hmm. soon uh follow me on instagram j underscore good at 98 and on tiktok j good at 98
And where can they find you? Find me on Instagram and Twitter, or uh, formerly known as Twitter, currently X. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't fuck. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't talk about the Deadpool three trailer. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I'll do a quick one. Shout out to Marvel Studios. The niggas finally about to come back because Deadpool three looks fucking amazing. Shout out to Ryan Reynolds. Shout out to you, Jackman. That bitch looks like a masterpiece. Yes. Um, but you can find me um, on Instagram and Twitter at, at Ned Saturn. So that's at N E D S A T U R N. Yeah. All right, guys. That's season four. We will see you soon. Yeah.